Here, here's here's something I, like you were talking before about. Well, wait, it was me. I was talking before about <laughs> buying a, a whole bunch of scratch tickets. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Now I'm thinking Patreon. Yes, with you so far. Patrons pay us money. We uh-huh. take mm-hmm. that money to the casino. Oh, put it on black, baby. Yeah, and then we we spend it, and then the money we win or don't win, we yeah. give back to our patrons. Oh no, no, you lost me now. You just lost me. A percentage. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Back okay. To <laughs> and here's the thing: we also provide them like fun stuff and smiles and stickers or whatever, so that if we don't win anything that month, they're okay with it. Totally, totally. We trick them. No, we don't trick them. They understand what we're doing. <laughs> they know this we're going to go bet it all on the ponies. Every month we go bet it all on the ponies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> maybe they get points on the action. Maybe they get right. a bit of the spread. But yeah. and see, here, here's, the, here's the, the brilliance of it, is that no matter what, they're getting something in return. Right. Right? Be it a sticker or $30,000. Uh-huh. And we're getting something in return, which is we get to bet it all on the ponies. <laughs> which is we just get so to, fun. We feel the rush and the thrill of it. <laughs> we, get to chase, we get to chase the high. <laughs> <laughs> My name is... Mr. Sour Pickle. They are the visionaries. Rappling hood. It's all about helping people. Blow up with people. You're getting on my nerves, horse. We can't ever go back to Arizona. I need a How did JFK get my spaghetti video? To help them fight Mondragore. Good morning, everybody. It's Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. Yay! I'll put in some I'm, canned laughter, some canned applause from like a studio audience. Or uh-huh. Yeah, I'm trying to ham it a little more. I'm trying to add a little more ham to sort of reach out to our sort of. <laughs> we got to put in laugh breaks like the Big Bang Theory. Like our best friend Sheldon is a master. Uh-huh. Right. They have to, if they don't know from our tone of voice how silly and funny it is, how will they laugh? How will they know the, the sort of verbal cues to laugh at us? So, yeah. Yeah. We could well, try jokes, but I, I, prefer, I prefer. Yeah, that's incredibly hard. The Big to Bang do. way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's mug, let's sort of verbally mug our way into into laughter. Um, let's do it. Y'all, I'm Austin. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And we are gathered here today uh, in January. <laughs> Rory, are you and I getting married? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is somebody dead? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, sometimes we have to celebrate... Uh, the birth of something special, and that is again uh, a new year. You know how the old the old man who's twenty twenty is the old man who dies, and then the baby is the new year starts right. again. Yes, I saw that episode of Hysteria. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what happened. Uh, that's kind of what happened this year. You know, we got to um, take care of this new baby because we cannot let it turn out the same way that old man turned out. No, no. no the old man is very crooked and and, and upsetting. And yeah, his his fingernails grew out and curled around into little twists. Um, Ooh, like a Bond villain. Like 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 Taco Bell cinnamon <laughs> twists is what his fingernails have done. Uh, and 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 so he's bad to look at. And so yeah. this new baby, we got to really put all of our hopes on, and is is almost <laughs> certainly going to be a, just a great baby all around. Um, can I name I, the know, baby? Yeah, you can name the baby. The baby's name is Patreon. 
Oh, that's a is good that baby's good? name. What's, that's a pretty that, good baby that? name. Yeah, the the most common baby name of 2021 is going to be Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon, Daenerys, Saturday morning. Khaleesi, I think, would be the one you want. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, my God. No, that's incredible. We should start. Okay, uh, if you if you give us... About a thousand dollars, I'll say, maybe more. We'll make sure that one of us names our first child Patreon. Can mm-hmm. I make that promise for us? I'm probably not having any, so uh, I think this is <laughs> this is on you guys. I'll promise your child is named Patreon. If I have kids, I plan to adopt. So it's going to be a tough conversation with somebody who's already been named. <laughs> <laughs> look, the patrons voted for it, so I, look, it's kind of out of my hands here, Josh. I mean, Patreon. <laughs> Uh, look, I know we're already sort of deeply buried into uh, January, but you know we gotta we gotta keep celebrating this baby. We gotta keep celebrating this wonderful mm-hmm. baby's birth. Uh, and we had a week for off we so... enra- for unless we enrage the baby and, right. yeah. and invoke invoke twenty twenty <laughs> part two. <laughs> yeah, we had a wonderful week off uh, that we definitely didn't use to work on projects. Uh, <laughs> God no, <laughs> <laughs> or Patreon. Now. Now, you say we had a week off, uh, and if you are only subscribed to our normal feed, that is true. You did not get an episode on this feed last week. However, if you're on the sort of secret dark feed from our Patreon, you did get an episode last week. We well, watched a we couple episodes. We had the week off regardless. <laughs> yes. Uh, however, the patrons get a little taste of our of our hard labors. Yeah. They, uh, we, we, they got to listen to us talk about the first two episodes of Owl House. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, really, assume, really good. I assume that was fun. Yeah, it was <laughs> we, so much fun. We definitely, we definitely have recorded it. It's and... already definitely in the past, and we know what it was like, and it was really good. And you, <laughs> you should you, you should be sad you missed it. Uh, was that an acting laugh? Did that was yeah laugh? yeah. Hold on, you guys. I'm going to try another one of those Big Bang jokes again. Gulp. We have recorded it. Gulp. <laughs> See, and that's where you laugh because we haven't recorded it yet. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'm, there it I'm is. indicating that mm-hmm. it's funny. Um, it's incredible. It was really good. You fucking nailed I've, it. I have appropriately uh-huh. cheesed to the stage audience and <laughs> uh, and shamed them and guilt shamed them into laughing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, what should we What should we tell people about our Patreon? Because if you want to listen to that Owl House episode, all you got to do is get on that get up on that that oh, website. Oh boy. Yeah, which the, you type um, into patreon.com. Psych, I have it right, right now. I already have the information, and I'm going to say it right now. You go to patreon.com slash satam Tuesdays. And yeah. if you if you wait, and just just for the just for the lazy men out there and the lazy woman, uh, you could just Google Saturday morning Tuesdays, and it's still on the. It's pretty high up there in those Google results. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. SMT podcasts will definitely get you there, and Patreon. You will uh, find because us. Because we're, we're a whole network now. You know, we're the SMT <laughs> Podcast Network. We're God, publishing two shows. To say that. We've got it. We, we got Saturday morning we're Tuesdays. Like Fox, we're, like, we're like Q13 Fox, baby. I feel like I feel like calling two podcasts a network is like if two people walked in and said, how big is your, like, do we have any groups here? And you're like, yes, we're a group. <laughs> like, no, you're a pair. You're a couple. But no, I feel you. I feel you. That's just my imposter syndrome trying to take over the podcast real fast. Yeah, don't let it. Don't let don't let Andy's perpetually low self-esteem mar you from our <laughs> incredibly beneficial Patreon content. Yeah, our vast network of podcasts. <laughs> um like The Infinite Backlog. And there's three shows. This is, I've read Dune and The Infinite uh, Backlog. 
And that's four, true. if you want to count Council of Council of Dads, a Council of Dads and fan Council cast. And Council of Dads, the Council of Dads fan <laughs> Which cast. Which I do want to count. Four shows. I do, I do absolutely that. count that. <laughs> yeah. Toyotathon may be over, but Council of Dads will <laughs> still Dads live will on. Council of Dads will never lie. The Toyotathon yeah. lives on in my heart. It'll never, yeah. it'll never shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Those APRs are still dope in my heart. <laughs> but they actually are bad. It's not a good time. It's right really now. bad. Don't do this thing. Don't buy new cars. Uh hey, we've got we've got four different Patreon tiers uh and they're all really dope. We talked about them 2 weeks ago, but we can really quickly go over them again. What's in the what's in the $1 tier? Uh, Dude, I don't give a that? shit. At $1, you basically get a you know, you get a handshake and a and a spank on the bottom. Uh, but you get to you get to you vote on all of our don't. you get to vote on our on our uh, our quarterly polls. Yeah, they're, they're more, more often than that. Yeah, more like, often than that, they're usually every two to three months. Yeah, it's a little little nebulous. We actually we have one running right now. So if you join in, even at the one dollar a month, uh, the poll we have running right now. We so we every every time we do a poll, we choose a random year, and then we get a list of cartoons from that year, and we let you pick which one we do for a special. So this one's for 1988, and you could vote on things such as the completely mental misadventures of Ed Grimley or Denver the Last Dinosaur. Denver the Last Dinosaur. I you watched can't. the shit out of Denver. I've actually seen a fair amount of this show, uh, but it has not been since I was about four or five. You're tainting the science on this on this poll right now. Uh, you are illegally swaying people. Are you votes. worried? Are you worried uh, he's going to steal votes from Robocop the animated the series? Stop the steal. Stop Justice the steal. Justice for I, Ed I, Grimley. I would be. <laughs> I would be more worried if I wasn't confident Winnie the Pooh is going to win. Uh, we'll have to see. We will we have, will to, have see. to see. Uh, yeah, and you can be, you can change this outcome. You yes. can be the future you want to see. You can vote for uh, Ronan Warriors, the strange oh, please. Amara May. That, uh, <laughs> please vote for Ronan Or is it Warriors. a dub? It looks, I thought, uh, was it a, I think it's Amara May or am I crazy? Uh, no, it's, a, it's an anime that was, that was dubbed and changed. Oh God! It just doesn't. It just the quality is so low. I couldn't tell. I know. Uh, yeah. So so please go ahead and vote on that. The 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 last poll ended uh, with with our patrons deciding we're going to watch an episode of what is it? Captain Simeon in the space yeah. something space. Oh, we haven't watched this one yet. And space monkeys. We, thank you. The poll ha- the poll has been a consistent disappointment. So hopefully new <laughs> so hopefully new patrons can bring some new blood in and and shame these shame the old guard into changing their ways. Use your democracy to vote the way we wish you would. <laughs> yeah, and then uh we have a bunch of bonus like content that we've made for the Patreon that's sort of like not normal SMT brand but a little off to the side and something cheeky that we thought we'd want to do and you get access to all of that at the $5 tier that's which right is a lot of fun and really great. Uh, at the $5 tier, you also get uh, the normal episodes of SMT uh, three days early. So that if that's your jam and you you really want weekends instead of Tuesdays, then you, my friend, have hit the jackpot, the $5 jackpot. <laughs> that's also on a private RSS feed that is, you know, mm-hmm. just going to deliver it right to your podcatcher, right the way you want it. Mm, <laughs> a yes, bespoke, kiss. A bespoke podcast RSS feed. Yeah, well, oh, without, yeah. Tim Apple, without Tim Apple getting his grubby hands on it, it yeah. goes right to you. <laughs> uh, but what are, what, are, what are some of the, the, the bits of content that we've made for the Patreon? Oh, boy, we made Azure Lane, which is still my favorite thing we've ever done. Uh, that's a weird <laughs> way of saying the most disgusting disgusting upsetting show Um, yeah but it is about women who are boats sure true true true. we cannot you know we can't move past that there the women are the boats and that is a big point in its favor right right it's true it's the only point in its favor um (laughs) 
And we've seen the Midnight Gospel, Pendleton Ward's uh, weird podcast art experiment uh, <laughs> that we talk about and and really go in depth about some really interesting content. They're it's kind really of us getting cool. a little it's a great crazy. Show. It gets a little bit crazy. This is Saturday Saturday morning, Tuesdays after dark. Yeah. 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 yeah our Patreon kind of acts as this fun little, little melting, little melting pot of ideas and tests. And also sometimes then we also watch Alf. Uh, sometimes we <laughs> sort Rory into his Hogwarts house on video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes and I think, I think we're going to continue to do weird experiments out on there. Uh, I think I think that the stuff we're doing this month with Owl House is possibly the potentially the most normal stuff you'll ever see on this Patreon. Yeah, uh, with the exception, it, it it yeah, it's its exception is only that it is more recent than we would normally do on our show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of so there's a, it's a lot of fun. And then the the last thing to mention is that there's there's the eight and eleven dollar tiers and. At both of those tiers, you get kind of a different version of Shane's new addition to our Patreon, which is that every month he's going to be drawing some custom art, postcard sized. And at the $8 tier, you're going to get that get digital copy of that art. And at the $11 tier, you're going to get a literal physical postcard mailed to you with the art on it. And Dude, absolutely. Uh, this is so good. Cool. I'm so excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to stream the his drawing live on our uh our Twitch channel, him and I stream on Shandytown. You can find links. I'm sure it's easy. And uh, it's just going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And we'll make sure that you know when when all that stuff is developing. Um, yeah. That Also, at the $8 tier and above, you are getting a custom shout out from us. Uh, we are recording a special message. Uh, and we are sending it to you. And we are like going to bring our classic wit and wisdom uh, to talking all about you. You like and... our brand? How about <laughs> how about a, how, you know you know how much fun it would be if like Aerosmith showed up and did a concert, but it was you're you're the only one in the room and they're this just is doing just it for, for you. you, Dave Thompson. <laughs> yeah, Dave Thompson. <laughs> Austin yeah, like looks that. like a lady. It's like well, that's. I don't know don't how know, I feel about don't, this. Don't, don't know. That's that's <laughs> weird, Steven Tyler. Why would you comment on my appearance? <laughs> I think it's. A, I, I've always thought that that was sort of self-aware because Steven Tyler looks like a lady, but maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't it's, know. I th- <laughs> Who can explain Aerosmith and their very very <laughs> sophisticated lyrics? Also, do they Smith Arrow? I don't think so. <laughs> I'll yeah. teach them. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think that the 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 Patreon is a is a really fun place. Uh, there's a Discord that we have, and and all patrons get kind of a special color coded, you know, sexy badge that they can show off how dope they are on our Discord, mm-hmm. and which you should also visit. You totally should. And I I don't know. I think this is this is the year where we're we're gonna we're gonna try and and get a little more connected with you guys. So uh, please join join up with us on our Discord and and. I don't know. Like, honestly, do you think I'd probably just be happy if you showed up and, and wrote like a whole paragraph about your day? Like, I'm probably not interested, but like, like, Rory is. Rory is. Rory is. Rory is. My friend group is significantly smaller than Andy's. Question about our <laughs> SMT podcast Discord, gentlemen. Yeah. Do you have to be a patron to be on our SMT podcast? Absolutely Discord? not. No, the Discord, the Discord is just a community hub to live in and, uh, and being a patron is is uh, you get uh, some fun flashy badges. 
Yeah, it's just a color. You get to, you get to look very exciting in orange. One of our fun, one of our brand colors, a big yeah. orange, and uh, and it it's it, it makes you stand out. So everyone will know that you're Mr. Big Bucks. <laughs> I see. But otherwise, basically, if you don't feel like you can afford to support the show on Patreon, which we again totally understand, but it's it's yeah, upsetting. The show's, and- the show the show's free for a reason. Don't right. Don't yeah. Get twisted, but but- yeah. The Patreon is a way for anybody who has exceeded their uh, capitalist goals to, yeah, uh, you know, just throw some green our way because we are not. <laughs> just stare at your excess cash just laying around, yeah. cluttering the corners of your your luxury home. If, you're, if your money bin has gotten a little bit too out of hand, then <laughs> feel free to pour a few gold coins our way. Toss a coin to your sure. Sure, but if you if you cannot, then joining our Discord community is a really great way to contribute and pitch in and give your thoughts about the episode that are all positive, um, and <laughs> just kind of like you know check in. Uh, that is so, something worth. That is probably something worth mentioning. You can't type any mean words if you haven't the uh-huh. the Discord. You have to have the font orange name to give really critical feedback. That's a good point. Discord. Yeah, you do have to pay in order to say snippy things about the episode. <laughs> Or anything bad about us, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna be it's gonna it's it's gonna be like Pyongyang in there. Yeah, um, well, we'll deliberate if it's on if it's about Andy. <laughs> we'll kind of see if it's merited or not. But uh, <laughs> anime jabs are uh, highly encouraged. Sure, sure, that's, absolutely, that's real. yeah, yeah. That's so, real. so you know, bring your bring your best bring your best uh, razzing uh, to the Discord, and that's totally free. <laughs> so free. So, uh, with, with that being said, uh, shall we move on to, to the reason for the season? Uh, yes. our, our good friend Gravity Falls. Now, what season would that be? What is January the, the holiday season of? It's the Feast of Gravity's Falls. Well, cool. I'm going to go ahead and cut my little prompt there because you ended up just sort of bringing a turd to the table. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and just remove that from the episode. Uh, thank you oh. very much. Oh, that's hard to hear. <laughs> no, no, we're doing we're we're absolutely still doing this two part arc. Last, uh, well, I was almost going to say last week, but no, a languorous two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago, we watched two episodes of Gravity Falls, and we're watching two more this week, and we're finishing it out. And I'm so pleased again, so fucking pleased to just be like re- revisiting this real stupid town again with these wonderful people. Um. There's a lot more Seuss this week, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh mm-hmm. yes, Seuss, yeah. Seuss is a particular favorite of mine. Um, yeah, the whole the whole cast we kind of get to show off a little more. The the show really kind of opens up here. Uh, we've got we've got a few more episodes here. Uh, so last week we did the pilot, and then we did a an episode that Rory picked, the Manly Minotaur episode. Yes, uh, Dipper versus Manliness, uh, which we still recommend you watch those two. If you are again, if you are kind of somewhere on the fence, if you tried to get into Gravity Falls and it didn't like strike you right, it didn't hit the vibes at the right time or something, uh, you know, we're kind of again, you should watch all of it. Well, this is kind of our like of the early episodes. These are what we like. So, yep. Uh, this week it came down to myself and Andy to pick episodes uh, that we enjoyed, um, and I picked Double Dipper episode seven of season one. And uh, which is right after the manly episode, the manly this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, um, and it's it's 
it's got a lot of the same energy. I love this episode just as much. It, uh, I'm so happy we. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. We well, I almost picked a different one. I almost went with exactly. the Boys Crazy episode, uh, which, <laughs> which is later fun. on in season Which is one. legit fun. It's really good. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you know um, the more Star Trekky episodes of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah, these really get my these really get my you know my my Star Trekked. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, they yeah, really get and- your deck your deck hollowed yeah my, my <laughs> hollow deck <laughs> they really separate my saucer section <laughs> yeah <laughs> my nacelles are long and hard <laughs> they mm. really tube my jeffrey <laughs> <laughs> oh but before we we start doing a pond fire right here in the middle of the, the podcast room uh but but no, I I picked I picked episode nine, which is called "The Time Traveler's Pig," uh, and I guess uh, sort of unintentionally, we kind of made a two part uh, Dipper Wendy arc out of today. We did, um, yeah, yeah. It was kind of nice, which mm-hmm. I which I'm which I'm enjoying, uh, and I'm excited to talk about. So I think we got to get in. I think we got to jump right the hell down and dirty into the Gravity Falls pit. Let's go in there. Let's grab right falls. Okay, everybody, we are Patreoning in. That's what happens uh, now. It's our new verb. Uh, oh, we are cool. going to somewhere. And we're just going to Patreon. Most, it's the most common baby name in 2021. It's also <laughs> the, a rising verb in the hot, uh-huh. hot verb scene. Yeah, like I was Patreoning at the store, and then I Patreoned home. And now Whoa, I'm Patreoning. Really? They let you do that? They do, yeah. And now I'm Patreoning over to episode seven of Gravity Falls, Double Dipper. And, uh, uh, yeah, I picked this episode because this is one of those ones that, while it is not my favorite episode of Gravity Falls, and I think we've sort of said similar stuff uh, two weeks ago, but totally of the of the early episodes, this is again one of those that I saw that got me on board. That got me. It shows ready. you the shows doing a little bit more than the bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. a lot more than bare minimum. But like, it's just. It's a it's a great example of how this show is um special. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's not so, the best episode, but it's it's showing you it's showing you what it can do. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the synopsis. Stan throws a party at the Mystery Shack while Dipper produces clones of himself to help impress Wendy. And Mabel faces off against her new rival Pacifica Northwest in a karaoke battle. Yeah. So we get we actually we meet a lot of what I a would consider like reasonably main cast in this in this episode seven mm-hmm. seven episodes into the season we uh, we finally meet not only Pacifica Northwest but also Candy and Candy uh, and Grenda yes yes we get other kids I think yeah. for, for the first real time we get peers of of Dipper and Mabel and I realize that it's a very interesting thing to set a show entirely over summer break because they never have to go to school yeah. And yeah. some some shows just pretend that school doesn't exist, like if you're Beyblade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but others, in this case, Gravity Falls is really interesting because it can kind of do whatever the hell it wants to do because it's summer and they don't have this this school structure. And so it doesn't become a school show. It doesn't fall into 
these sort of school tropes and things like that. Yeah. Because again, they've placed it in this like weird liminal time where they could meet kids if they want. And they don't have to. I suppose we'll, we may talk about it longer at length, but we, we mentioned Grenda and Candy, and I just have to. God, Candy is played by uh, Nikki Yang, the woman yeah. who does BMO on Adventure Time. Yes. Uh, she turns everything into gold. Yeah. She yeah. is, she's amazing. She is, it's, it's, it's a vocal affectation that, uh, is not, I don't even think it's a Korean accent. I think it's just her. It's like, like a, it's a little extra. It's like, it's a bit oh. heightened and like targeted, like precisely targeted for comedy. Yeah. It's, it's really skill. good. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. She's got the timing and, She's a, and just the right emphasis to put on everything. Yeah. It's just wonderful. It's a goddamn sniper rifle, and I there's uh, a <laughs> with a with a gun full of bangers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, early on when we first when Mabel first meet, first meets them at the party, uh, Candy has she's like taped forks to all of her fingers, <laughs> and Mabel's like, "Why do you have forks taped to your fingers? Improvement of human being." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she can have five popcorns with a single stab. <laughs> God, she's so incredible. And I also I have to also love on Grenda too. Yeah. Uh not as much for the voice acting specifically, but just like I love Grenda's Grenda's a good character. Yeah, she's a really fun character. And mm-hmm. she's like and... a barbarian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's it's just <laughs> Nikki Yang is just uh one of very few people who can say almost anything and slay me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just anything at all is just so good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, we meet, we meet them. Uh, and then, and then this sort of antagonist character uh, that we meet named Pacifica Northwest, which yes. Well, uh, what, uh, oh, oh, the, the, yeah, the Chuck Lorre laughter the stands the ch- in the room. The Chuck Lorre laughter is uh, sign is turning on. So yes, please have your moment to laugh at Pacifica Northwest. And but it's not even really a pun because Pacifica is not a name. <laughs> it is <Right>. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, yeah, she's a very queen bee of the social world, uh, rich girl Cordelia. Well, she's very kind Cordelia of. Chase in that yeah. she's very Cordelia uh, in that not to make a big spoiler happen here because it's not that big of a spoiler. Oh, because you know she comes Xander around a little bit. Cordelia, she, mm-hmm. yeah, she's not as yeah. she's not as you know she's not as shitty as she starts out to be later uh, on. We love to see it. So basically, the whole episode revolves around a few different little mini plots happening. Um, but the biggest is that the sort of central event that's happening at the Mystery Shack is that. Grunkle Stan has decided to throw a some sort of teen soiree, <laughs> some sort of teen party uh, that is f- with a pamphlet that says free with a question mark on it, Yeah, <laughs> which, which is very funny. Yeah, because um, he wants so to he, make money off of the, the gullible, bored teens of Gravity Falls. And uh-huh, uh, yeah, get them in the door and then charge an exit fee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford to escape. They're trapped inside. That's like my my roller coaster tycoon games. Yeah, totally. <laughs> then everyone's just pissing and shitting themselves because you didn't put any bathrooms <laughs> in there either. Uh, yeah, and and so this is this is the a, a great set piece because it turns a it turns the the normal like mystery shack situation into a a very different feel and get a bunch of random people from outside to come in and and Seuss is uh, being the DJ 
you know, that sort of janitor character Seuss has been reading up on on this book called DJ Right. <laughs> it's written, pretty funny. Written by DJ Scratch Tracks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so he's kind of like actively reading tips out of a book while he live DJs this party. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun way to get some extra like different gags out of the same set piece. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and while that doesn't that doesn't that you can't use that on every episode, but it, it forms a more cohesive way to to go about the plot. When we had the the last one, the Dipper versus Manliness, where we kind of have to cut back and forth between Grunkle Stan going on a it's date. It's all happening in the same set. And yeah. Dipper, yeah, Dippers with Minotaurs, and they have to kind of merge those things together. Um, yeah, and yeah, this this just works really nice. Everything it's a can happen episode. all at once and flow into each other and affect one another. And it, yeah, it's just it's it's tight. It's concise storytelling. Mm-hmm. And Dipper, who has this like hilariously absurd giant crush on Wendy, uh, the he's he's twelve and she's fifteen. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, and so they're on the precipice of thirteen. If it. Yes. Were to matter. Yes, right. they are. Yeah, it's really like a kid and a babysitter kind of thing. It's like, look, <laughs> yeah. there's really no way this can happen, but you, you understand why he feels it. Yeah, yeah. Because Wendy's objectively really cool. Like, yeah, she's a really cool person and very fun. And so, like, it it makes sense, and you buy it. And Dipper is, uh, he's pretty Type A about a lot of things, and he has made this like eleven or twelve part detail plan. Is it twenty? Yeah, it's twenty. And it's this ridiculous plan of how he's going to essentially just get close to Wendy and hang out with her. And Mabel spends the whole first part of the episode being like, that's just ridiculous. Just go talk to her. And he's like, that would never work. And uh, and his desperation to get in with Wendy leads him to eh, kind of make a spooky deal with a very ghostly copy machine that lives <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crinkle Stan wanted them to make copies of the flyer and by uh doing that and using this busted old copy machine they realize that it replicates it can replicate human biomatter. flesh and yeah. biomatter exactly <laughs> yeah it can make clones so dipper tries to talk to wendy and realizes that he's blowing it at the at the front stand and yeah he can't get out of his own head and he's and he's no he was he's barely even listening to what she has to say because he's terrified about what he's gonna say next and it's just, it's not a good scene. It makes you cringe and it's very, very sad. Uh, and then, yeah, he realizes that he needs more copies of himself if he's going to both work the ticket booth and hang out with Wendy. And so he makes Dipper 2, except that's definitely not what we call this one. <laughs> no. So, and, and before that, before we get to that reveal, I want, this is such a great episode for really subtly subverting a lot of cloning or evil twin episodes you'll have seen in other things it's it's not reinventing the wheel but it's just it's just tweaking everything in a nice original way that feels organic it's self-aware in not an irritating way yeah 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 so so the clone is like a perfect clone and is immediately a lot more on board to cooperation they're not like jealous and yeah Right. It feels more just like a second dipper. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is awesome. Except now it's like, oh, what do I what do I call you? And it's like, we call you dipper number two. It's like, no, nah, you know what name I've always wanted to have? And then they, at the same time, both go, Tyrone. Tyrone. <laughs> yeah. Every time Dipper and the clones are all in the exact same wavelength, it's 
pretty enjoyable. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. Yeah. 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 And it's it's really entertaining to see them both like, yeah, dude, I'm your clone. Yeah, I want to help you. Yeah. And he's not <laughs> jealous immediately. He's like, dude, yeah, I'm I'm on board to help you. Yeah, I'll work the booth. Don't worry about it, dude. And mm-hmm. he's not, you know, going all squinty eyed to the camera and thinking, mm, and now is my chance or whatever. You know, they're just on board. Yeah. Uh, and helping each other. And then they think, okay, well, this plan is okay. This is getting, but I need, you know, I need more help. Yeah, when he assembles the brain trust. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Um, however, Depper, I believe number four, uh, there's a paper jam. <laughs> it creates, oh. I think the <laughs> single joke Dipper. that made me watch this show uh, was Paper Jam <laughs> Dipper. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a horrifying folded up atrocity Um, and we have to play a clip of what kind of noise he makes (laughs) all the other dippers are like fully realized dippers that are three dimensional and paper jam dipper is like kind of a strange flat Stanley creature yeah it's a paper Mario boss yeah it's like Yeah, it's really surprising um, and wonderful. Yeah, let's cut over to Mabel. Um, so while this is happening with Dipper, uh, Mabel has learned from Seuss that there is a party crown to be sort of the like the queen of the party. Yeah, and find, find out who who parties the hardest and then uh-huh. celebrate them at the end of party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, she wants the crown, but. Also, this is where Pacifica sort of emerges from the shadows with her like dancing with her dance trio, dance yeah. trio. Yeah, her like her. It's kind of like her, she she's kind of like Britney with her backup dancers a little bit. You yeah, know, the, yeah. The, the music underscoring is very is very you know like really really hard hits like hard uh, synth hits from the nineties as she like backs out of frame out of the spotlight and very <laughs> intense. It's really good, uh, and I I generally. I like this trope, especially because, you know, the like we maybe hinted at earlier, Gravity Falls does not let us live in this trope forever. Like we we, we establish it and then we let Pacifica become an interesting character after this, too. So we kind of yeah. get we kind of get our cake and eat it, too, is to, in terms of like this sort of story. Um, but at least for now, she's just kind of a comical rich kid villain. And right. Uh, and, you know, even even near the end of the episode, she like buys votes with money. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like does everything that you would kind of expect from this. Right, right. There is some fun uh the, the subplot isn't my favorite, um, but there's some fun moments in it. Um, some songs that uh Pacifica sings a, a, a karaoke song of some some sort of fake song called Always Always Is Forever. Yeah. Uh, always means forever. And at the end, the final note, she shatters a solo cup. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a, a glass, a wine glass or something, a solo cup just cracks, uh, which is a very funny visual gag. Yeah, her note, the, the note she sings isn't even that high, so maybe the resonance frequency frequency of a solo cup is a little lower than a than a yeah. fine crystal. Sure, sure. And then Mabel does another, basically the same joke as the Baba Dancing Queen. Yeah, uh, yeah totally. Is, is she sings a, a stop? Don't start unbelieving. 
which <laughs> I think you can probably do the math and figure out what song that's referencing. Yeah, don't stop unbelieving. Never don't stop. Never don't stop. Feel your feelings. I think is what she <laughs> said. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's always I always again always appreciate the sort of leaning away and back into pop culture in going the hard route <laughs> to sort mm-hmm. of like par- <laughs> not parody as much as just allude to in a funny way. I mean, that song's funny even if you don't know that it's a parody. It's a funny, exactly. it's yeah. a funny and joke. And it's also like the show's on Papa Disney and it's so funny that they just refuse to pay the royalties. On, yes. <laughs> on because on it's music. just not as good. They're not going for it's these not as points. Funny. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. But like on a, on a, um, on a broker network, yeah, you sure. might feel like sure. this was You'd a necessity. Understand. Yeah. And this is not a necessity. This is a choice, like an absolute artistic choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so Mabel Mabel and her plot, you know, there's not too much. Obviously, we spend most of this episode with Dipper, but I, I really do appreciate uh seeing Mabel just just hard rebel against this against Pacifica, you know, just sort of like, no, that's bullshit. I party hard and I do it in my own really weird way. And, uh, yeah, and by the Mabel's end, arc, yeah. Mabel's arc is more nuanced in Gravity Falls because as she says in one of the episodes we watched uh, multiple times, she's always right and can't make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that is not an opinion that she has changed by the end of the show. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I think she gets quite a bit of equal screen time and episodes as Dipper. It's not the Dipper show, but he is kind of the one going through a more traditional hero's journey. Right. I wouldn't say that Mabel changes as much as she deepens. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Which is great, which is super great. And I love, I love that by the end of this episode, you know, everyone else has left the party and you know, yeah, they, they, she loses Pacifica Northwest wins the party crown, but she found new, two new friends and they hang out and Seuss keeps and the, the music going. the party just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. It's a really and nice look. It's really They want to nice. have a sleepover and read uh cool dudes magazine. <laughs> Boy, I have Boy magazine boys. Yeah, and that's the real victory there. It is. It really is. Yeah, totally. Uh, so Dipper, Dipper's main <laughs> crisis here. Uh, well, well, he makes too many clones because yes. he's he he has a crisis of of full indecision, and so he thinks that just more of himself is going to solve the well, problem. Interestingly, it kind of does. Shit doesn't go awry <laughs> until he runs into Wendy where he wasn't expecting it, where the plan is no longer yeah any yeah, good yeah. And then everybody else has this resentment about like, you're not following the plan, dude. We're sitting in the attic doing all these dumb tricks. Yeah. And you're just talking to Wendy in the hallway way off, like way off script, dude. Right. Yeah. And it it's fun because it also, again, doesn't feel like the clones have become evil. No, it feels no just like their perspective is, is believable. Yeah. This is it's just, just what Dipper. Dipper. Yeah. Dipper gets a full giant eyeful of how fucking awful he is sometimes. <laughs> like really like like there's 10 of him all being stupid and he's like, "Oh no." Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> and like, right. yeah, you don't yeah, exactly. I love that. You don't feel like this is a mistake or the copier is evil. This is just what happens when Dipper gets to have an outside eyeball on himself and be like, "Man, mm-hmm. 
Damn it. Yeah, this is what happens to this is what happens to ten dippers when the script goes uh goes sideways. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the power of dipper in a group of dipper that all agree with those <laughs> dippers, um, you know, can do some monstrous things. Um because so they all at that point they do turn on him. Yeah. Uh, what's and, the what's the line? Uh it's let's like, drop it. Points, guys, come on. We said we weren't gonna turn on each other. I think we all knew we were lying. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because every every indication up to this point has been that they did. Yeah. Like they're they're so on the exact same way of playing. (laughs) Right. And but even then, once they imprison Dipper in a closet. Ah! I can't breathe in here! Yeah, you can! Plus there's snacks and a coloring book in there for you! And it's like it's those perfect uh, handy snacks, crackers with the red yeah, stick. Yeah, he angrily the eats the yeah, <laughs> he angrily eats the, the cheese, cheese. crackers. Yeah, it's so great. It's um, also just really fun to watch all these clones fight each other because it just it 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 helps to under underscore how much Dipper is not the kind of person who fights anybody because all they end up doing to each other is like doing that uh, that thing. Is there a is there a PC term for the thing where you twist your the people's arm? What do they? What do you actually call nope. that? There's not a PC I, term. Yeah, I, I, a, I only a, know the nasty a one. A little skin, a twisty skin. Yeah, twisty skin. They like they like pull up his shirt and slap him on the belly a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's pink belly. That's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. God, pink belly. It's just it's really funny. Like it's just all these weird like like schoolyard things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Discussions were had in the office of of how would Dipper fight, and they came yeah. up with some great answers. <laughs> Yeah, because then then they do call clone fight. Um, now now I get I get why this is. Uh, I, although I wish it had gone on longer, had more dynamics. But very quickly, Dipper uh, shoots a party popper, and then the smoke sets off the fire alarm, and then a little bit of sprinkles destroys all the clones because they're all made of paper. We 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 establish early that uh, water yeah yeah uh, sort of destroys the. They're ink-based life forms, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, but then there's still a final, there is, there's a final clone Tyrone, left. Tyrone has not, uh, was not caught in the spray. Yeah. yeah but, the oldest but, and smartest of the clones. But that isn't a, a, a grand duel. They, they're just kind of like, look, let's talk, you know, mm-hmm. and like, let's work on this. And they, and they try to like, you know, reconcile a little bit. And well, uh, don't they don't they see uh, Wendy and Robbie dancing? They do. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, Wendy's got this paramour, this guy, this like a, a pretty shitty teen guy who like, you know, I, he seems pretty insecure and it manifests in just being a, an asshole all the time. But he's clearly very into Wendy and Dipper hates him so much well, the, for it. And the and the interesting thing is he's clearly drawn pretty hideous. He's not an attractive. Right. Uh, man. Uh-huh. But but, you know, the other thing, I, I don't fully love all of the all of the Dipper and Wendy stuff. I think they linger on a little too long. It's it's palatable in these episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. But what I do like is that Wendy is not, at least in these that we watched here, I can't remember going back to the all of them, but Wendy doesn't, isn't like under a spell here. You know, she is, no. she is still kind of choosing like, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'll like, maybe we'll go out a little bit or I don't care. You know, it's like, she's not, she is not goo goo eyes over. Robbie. She's not. Sm- no, no, not at all. Um, she's giving him a shot. And, yeah. uh, it feels real. It feels, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I they're know. they're of the same age, and they're in a small town, and it just kind of seems like she's yeah. I can I can I can date Robbie a little bit, and there's an interesting kind of like narrative dissonance that happens in a, in a in a choice like this. Uh, Dipper is a child, and Wendy is a teenager, but when you put him into this sort of protagonist role, you you're sort of subconsciously rooting for him to get yes. his go. And there's, it's a, it's a weird place to be in. And I think the show does a good job handling it. Yeah. Especially later. Um, yep. Oh, the resolution to it is great. And we'll talk yeah. about that in our, in our secret spoiler episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which, yeah. I guess I think we'll probably eventually, yeah, need to talk uh, about, about spoilers in the rest of the show. Cause yeah. we can't, can't hold it all in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think so. I, you know, it's just, it's a little bumpy getting there, but. Ultimately, I think the show really does does a good job with with reconciling with all of that. I, th- I think the key is that we don't, as a viewer, see Wendy as either a completely oblivious to Dipper and what he, what's going on, or b trying to use anybody for her own gain. She just seems like a cool person who genuinely does like Dipper and likes Robbie and is like just kind of wanting to hang out with them. And I, I think that there's such a like a, a potential for like setting up kind of an adversarial relationship with a person who doesn't like our main character and the audience. And I don't think they, I think they navigate that really well. Like Wendy's just great. And we like Wendy and we maybe be slightly rooting for Dipper, but like (laughs) it almost, it almost doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Because of, because of how well they've done it. So, right. Yeah. And so, so the, the, I guess climax of the plot. I mean, the climax kind of happened with the clone fight, but so the rest, it kind of trails <laughs> off and, and Dipper, Dipper and, and Tyrone share a pit, a pit soda, right. uh, on, on the roof and just kind of reminisce. And, and he, he gives Tyrone gives him advice and cause he kind of knows his time is up, uh, by, by drinking liquid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun. It, it's sort of unspoken this whole, this whole show. The clones seem to have a a bit of a fatalism, like how can I live forever and just not ever get wet? Yeah, right. you know they're uh-huh. they're not trying to achieve a normal life. No, they want to da- they want to they just want to be the one to dance with Wendy. They just want to be the one to dance with Wendy. <laughs> they want one fun <laughs> moment of their tiny paper lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so Ty- Tyrone dissolves and is like, just stop being such a wimp with with Wendy. Just fucking do something. And dies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this show is so dense with jokes. I feel like we need like a section for stray observances. Uh, Because I know I have a favorite moment that like I think my favorite joke is is a subtle moment early, early in this episode um, where Grunkle Stan is is sort of listing out party planning duties. And he says, all right, party people and Dipper. And then there's just yeah. a pan to Dipper who just squints and frowns, and that's it. That's all. And it's that's really such funny. A, like Simpsons joke. It's such a like. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. No, there's no hat on it. There's no attention called and, to it. It's uh, just the other really funny one that comes to mind is uh, when, for the first time in the episode, Paper Jam Dipper is subtitled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is basically like I can finally die. <laughs> Thank you for releasing me from this mortal realm. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's Sponso time. 
Okay, it looks like it's time for us to uh, make a few quick bucks, everybody. So, uh, Austin, bud, are you there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Oh, good, because I was I was so... I was a little worried. Well, when um, you can't because, see somebody, you know, you're, you, you, you know. Yes, I have. I don't have object permanence yet. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, while I master, while I master the, the cognitive power of a two-year-old, could you tell everybody about street sprinkles? Yeah, absolutely. So um, th- this is something that isn't going to be useful for everybody, but street sprinkles is a really great product for the people who need it. And so that is really kind of what we're catering to. Um, Because here's the problem. You know how some places like Seattle, they get rain all the time, you Mm. know? Uh, Tell me more about it. Well, but but some places don't. Some places like Los Angeles don't get a lot of rain. Like, you know, some people don't get a lot of rain. And the problem is that, you know, what happens with rain is... Uh, you got to run really fast. You got to get to cover. Oh. You have a, an umbrella. And yeah. you know what? You meet cuties. You do. <laughs> you meet cuties in the street. You know, sometimes you sing a song about it. Sometimes, you know, you're you're an old timey uh, dancing around. Are you telling me day to day going going about your business? You use an umbrella? Uh, no. Okay. I wouldn't say that I use an umbrella. Uh, except when I thought maybe I was going to meet a cutie when I was going to meet a fly honey. Yeah, he's got he's got a point here because how are you going to share your umbrella with someone and get that really sort of like, oh no, we're trapped under here sort Look, of ob- obviously the obviously the honey quotient goes way up. I was <laughs> trying, I was trying to refer to how uh, Seattleites have a strange predilection, a strange aversion to the to the to the the portable roof. Oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. But here's the thing: people outside of the outside there. They they get scared, you know. They get scared, and if they think it's gonna rain, if if yeah. somebody's gonna These use, who brought the ocean to me? <laughs> exactly, exactly. They all tweet about it uh, because they're terrified of weather happening in their yeah. in their hot town, and uh, so so you know they start bringing umbrellas. And you know what? If you throw up this portable weather device that makes it rain, mm-hmm. uh, you have a pretty good chance of meeting a cutie if you've got an umbrella with you. So street sprinkles is exactly what that is. It is. Oh, it is. oh okay. See, see, I was <laughs> what, waiting. What, what I was waiting for this to sort of come back around. Are now, tell you... me, uh-huh. <laughs> what are the street sprinkles? Yeah. So this is a device that was created by NORAD uh, and, <laughs> oh. the, and and NOAA and the the national sort of all the the weather tech companies. And this is a this is a weather device that from is, Big Weather. Uh huh. Yeah, this is big weather. This is big stuff for it to finally reach commercial audiences. So for a long time, they've of course been controlling the weather and telling us what to do and what to buy. Yes. Uh, by sort of telling us what the weather's going to be and telling the local news, you know, and everything what it's going to be. Because how else would they know what <laughs> it's gonna if it's gonna rain today? It hasn't rained yet, and they already know it's gonna rain this week. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've been they've been flipping switches and using controls and buttons and stuff to make to make rain happen or not happen. And so consumers now have these little devices. They're like little drones that you throw up into the air and it makes raindrops happen. And uh, what does that have to do with the weather? If the drone is making it rain. Well, the drone makes it rain and then it's raining. I don't understand. <laughs> the, dra- the the drone summons rain clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 
it uses a little rod, it's a lightning not, it's rod. It's not just a water balloon with a helicopter on it. No, it, it no, no, uses no. the dark technologies that Noah and Norad have been hiding from us commoners for decades. <laughs> exactly. I can't. I feel like I have, can't be more clear about this. <laughs> the are you saying all taken... rain? Are you saying all rain clouds are just swarms <laughs> of drones? Uh, no. <laughs> No, I think I'm saying they've, it. they've been summoned by drones. The clouds aren't drones. The drones summon the clouds, and the clouds make rain. This is so easy to me. And then you use the rain to get a honey. Where is the confusion here? Street, Street sprinkles. They get you a honey. <laughs> Okay, everybody, you've heard, you've heard about what's going on here. It's Gravity Falls. Whoop, whoop. And wow, that, that, I was trying to do like they're an not excited. Being a, they're not under arrest. Have I you know. never been excited before? <laughs> it's it's the Patreon police. Is that what I'm it sorry. is? I'm Patreon sorry. Police? I'm sorry. I'm excited. I sound like a cop car. <laughs> That's the son of the police. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did another episode of Gravity Falls. It's oh, uh, crazy. It's a good one, everybody. So hold on to your hats. We did the time traveler's pig. <laughs> you heard that right. Those are those, those those four words all line up into a cohesive thing. And if you want to know how it goes, let me read you off a nops real quick. It goes: Dipper's wish comes true when he steals a time traveler's time machine to undo a mistake and win Wendy over. When Mabel accompanies him to keep on winning her pig, waddles uh, until Dipper finally. Undoes his mistake, Mabel loses her pig to her nemesis, Pacifica Northwest. Elsewhere, Stan rigs a dunk tank to scam the town. <laughs> Y'all, uh, if, yeah. If you if you have gotten through the Double Dipper episode and then you see Time Traveler's Pig and you're not on board with this show, I don't know how to help you. But like, I agree. This this is the point of no return, it's, I think. It's such a perfect two episodes to show. I mean, it's it, it, it gets both cores. So last week, we kind of sh- had to do due diligence to the first episode, which mm-hmm. is a good episode. But this shows, this week showcases how we can do sci-fi and heart with the same show. Yeah. Um, I At both ends of the spectrum, hard sci-fi and the sort of like soft... Soft yeah. sci-fi. Both lasers and feelings. Lasers <laughs> and feelings, that's right. Yeah, so this one was my pick. Uh, I remember this one extremely fondly. I'm a huge waddle stan. I love, yes. I love, <laughs> I love that pig. So Mabel gets uh, a pig in this episode, and she has him for the rest of the show, and his name is Waddles, and he's very and wonderful. it's so fun. Uh, Dipper is, is redoing time over and over again to uh, try to master his day with Wendy. And all Mabel is doing is just meeting Waddles over and over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so great. pure. Her enthusiasm for this dumpy little pig is so infectious. Old 15, old 15 pounder? Old 15 pounder. 
God. Yeah. So so okay. So this is this is an episode you've seen before, right? There are countless examples of uh, either movies or episodes of shows uh, that allow a character. You know, it's the Groundhog Day thing, right? Of yeah, like, sure. I get this sure. day, and I get to try and perfect this day to the point where I get what I want. And, and it has consequences. It totally has consequences. And I really, I really appreciate, A, just seeing that trope because it's always fun. It's, uh-huh. it, it doesn't quite get old for me somehow. And B, just the, the extra ways that they've kind of added some wrinkles to it on this one. Uh, so I've, I, 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 we're going to jump right to the end here because this is the most important part for me is that the the reason, the, 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 the whole reason that Dipper ends up relenting and giving up what he wants is not because he's realized something about himself necessarily. It's not because he's found that what he got was not what he wanted. It's because in the process of getting what he wanted, he fucked over his sister. And, and I think there's a, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, there's a nice moment where, because we've established Mabel's character pretty well at this point. Uh, Mabel loves hard. She's 150% all the time. And he rightly calls out, right? She's like, I, "You yesterday you said you were in love with a ball of yarn." Yeah, uh, he's he's skeptical that this pig is as important as he turns out to be to Mabel. Yeah, yeah. And I I just I liked it because it was believable. He wasn't mm-hmm. being cold hearted. No, like because he has a time machine, right? Like he gets to sort of find that out. He's like, "Hey." You're going to forget about Waddles in a day. And he jumps ahead a day and she's still crying. And he jumps ahead a week and she's still fucking upset. He jumps ahead a month and she's still upset. And he's like, man, God damn it. (laughs) And in fairness, she's spent now some untold number of days with Waddles in five hour increments. Right. Where it's it's sort of unclear how long it's taken them to master this day. Yeah. So I, I just really like I like the shape of it. And I like that the reason he gives up his time travel, you know, perfect day is not because of him it's because he can't he doesn't want to hurt his twin sister and it just it 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 makes it more it makes it really cool i I really enjoy that uh and i I know we should talk talk about all the details but in the process he kind of comes to terms with uh wendy choosing robbie but you're not wrong the impetus is is purely uh for mabel's benefit yeah yeah um so there's a time travel aspect to this episode. How does that happen? Well, Justin Roiland is here. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so doing some version of Morty or Lemon Grab. It's kind of hard to tell which one is which one is more. Well, he has uh, one invoked. voice. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He he is this like time traveling what what like organization does he say he's from? He's from the Time Anomaly Removal Crew or something. He's basically a time janitor, and his name is Blendon Blandon. And this is this is one of the funniest jokes to me, and it's so simple. He says he's from the year 20 Sneveny 12. Sneveny yes. with an N yeah, with an N A over the seven. or a tilde over. He's got I a guess, fucking over tilde the over the seven. Two o seven one two with a tilde Sne- on the seven. Sneven? Pronounced with <laughs> 20 Sneveny 12. <laughs> It's such a good joke. It's so God, that's such a good joke. Funny. Oh fuck. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 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 setting here is another sort of event, global event that affects everybody. Yeah, uh, and it is uh, Grunkle Stan has put together the cheapest fare that money can buy. Uh, the mo- <laughs> no, the cheapest fare that money can rent. 
I've spared uh, every expense. He spared every <laughs> expense, and he has a fake dunk tank, and and he's got all these sort of really sketchy rides, and he's told the kids to put fake uh, fake uh, safety inspection approvals on everything, yep. and he does say that when there's no cops around, anything's legal. So, um, good old Grunkle which is how I've lived my life uh, in the Northwest. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's a it's a it's a fun setting because it means that you know that a it's a really fun place where Mabel gets to enjoy her time with Waddles. Like you know, we said we she she relives her day with this pig that she wins. Uh, she gets to just go around and do all the fun fair stuff over and over and over again. It's just dope. So she's having a great time while Dipper's agonizing over his love life. And well, uh, and what happens is he's you know he asked Wendy to just casually hang out at the fair and he's very excited about it and so yes, they're perhaps they're... remembering tyrone's dying words yeah absolutely <laughs> and but in the process he uh throws a ball to hit the cans and win uh some sort of platypus type creature stuffed animal of indeterminate origin and it hits wendy in the eye it gives her a real shiner and that's when robbie swoops in with the snow cone and uh uh, clinches the deal, you know, gets her to go yep. out with her yeah, yep. through and that process. A, there's a kind of fun, nuancy take to the time travel trope. Time seems to want to repeat itself, right. but it is still malleable. You know, it just, it's just good. It's just, yeah. it feels, it feels unique without trying to reinvent every time travel trope. Yeah. Because every time he repeats the loop, no matter how he throws the ball, it still ricochets off something and hits Wendy straight in the same eyeball. Right. Uh, which is fun to watch. And, uh, you know, because we we have this montage of him trying to do it and it's interspersed with Mabel just having a good time with Waddles the pig. <laughs> and he's just continually giving a black eye to his his love interest. And it's very sad <laughs> and funny. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's kind of the that's kind of the, the the shape of things for a while. And and the reason that he gets the 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 time travel device is because they've they've met this time traveler, Blandon Blandon, who we mentioned, and he has he's been sent here to deal with time anomalies, but he can't find them. And of course, if you're you know if you're thinking ahead, you're like, oh, it's because <laughs> that's what this episode is about. We're about to make the horrible time anomalies, and yeah. and of course that is what happens. All of he also, Dipper and Wendy's, Dipper uh, and Mabel's uh, shenanigans are the things that he needs to fix. Yeah. Now his device looks a lot like a tape measure, which is a very cool <laughs> and clever design for this machine, where you pull yeah. the measure out far enough and it kind of sets the time that you want to go back or forward to. Uh, and But when Dipper says uh, <laughs> that it looks like a tape measure, Blendon does say, You shut your time mouth! <laughs> you shut your time mouth. <laughs> um, and yeah, sure enough, <sighs> Dipper finds a way to, to steal the tape. Yeah. And they travel, you know, they do a few loops of this. And like we talked about, uh, fate seems to keep wanting... Robbie and and Wendy to get together, but then they go a little too far uh, into into the past, and they wind up in the Oregon Trail. Um, yeah, oh, it's such a and, funny bit. Yeah, it's so and, good. <laughs> and there's I want to clip out this whole section, but uh, where they're on a wagon train and they <laughs> have noticed that apparently um, Fertilia is that it? They say Fertilia, Fertilia yeah. has had a few new kids. Um, has popped out a few new kids, and she's got this whole passel of little little kids running around, and she says, By Trembly, Fertilia, it seems you've given birth to two more children. It appears I have. 
More little hands to render the tallow. <laughs> tallow? What? <laughs> <laughs> and more hands to render the tallow, I gotta say, is the is fu- probably the funniest version of that joke. You yeah. know, <laughs> like people would go to, oh, the butter churn. Oh, yeah. you know. But and like render the tallow is fucking it's hilarious. It's very funny. And there's and it's a, it, it builds to a great moment because um Mabel's kind of trying to talk to them about their circumstances. Dipper gives her the sort of time traveler's uh prime directive mm-hmm. and she has had about fucking enough of him he's been changing the timeline you know n number of times at this point. Yeah. And she's like fuck it. Hey, you want to see? <laughs> she immediately takes out a calculator and shows somebody. <laughs> Teaches him how to high five. She shows her the light up, the light up lights on her sneakers. He, she goes up to Vertilia and is like, "You're gonna vote one day. High five. Teach that one to your friends. Teach." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steps on several it's butterflies. Rickish, basically, it, yeah. It's it, but it's a, just a great rocket ship of jokes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the. They they do take a trip. So this is this is Dipper and and Mabel are fighting uh, over the the time machine, and as a sort of ricochet the other way, they go to the future, and it's like this horrifying uh, apocalyptic future with a giant floating laser eyed time baby, mm-hmm. the big <laughs> like hourglass glowing on his forehead. Yeah, yeah, and and so like we see that briefly, and then they come back, and uh, and they have. They, they sort of, you know, Dipper Dipper resigns himself like, okay, yeah, we'll uh, we'll let this happen. And he watches Wendy get with Robbie and Mabel's thrilled because she gets waddles. And then they ha- they have to confront Blendon and Blendon's mad. And then this other group of people shows up <laughs> They're They're from the Time Paradox Avoidance Enforcement Ooh. Squadron. <laughs> Lolf and Dundgren. Lolf and Dundren from the Time Paradox Avoidance Enforcement Squadron and they basically blame Blendon Blandon for all the shit that Dipper and Mabel did the whole episode and they take him off to get the Time Babies justice and it feels (laughs) a little bit weird because he's been a jerk but he has not been villainous uh huh right? but of course we we later find out his punishment was just to kind of pick up was to show up in all the other episodes we've already watched yeah. yeah. Oh God, we didn't talk about that. Uh, okay, this is so we we we've all had these moments where we we've been we've mentioned like okay, this is where I realized the that Gravity Falls was like really for reals and really good, and I wanted to watch it forever. Uh, this this is a little late, but like if I wasn't already on board, this was this was the one where I I was like absolutely fucking floored because yeah, yeah. we have a time travel montage where they are chasing them chasing each other through various episodes from season one and sort of like dropping things messing with stuff whatever and in the credits gag when we see blendon blandon sentenced to go fix all the problems he shows up in all of these clips from these episodes and is doing it and we see it and i was like hold on they didn't surely really. surely they sure, you went you went back <laughs> surely they did not plan ahead yeah, I went back to these episodes, and Blendon Blandon is fucking in them. He's there, including the pilot episode, which yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, which I went back to confirm because I couldn't remember first. I was like, I'm sure they did do it because I know people were talking about it. But like, yes, in the the how ballsy it is to in the pilot episode of your show when when people have zero context for anything, and even one weird joke can cause people to not watch your show. The fact that they've put in a single frame here of Blendon in the bushes. 
yeah. uh, picking up a calculator <laughs> in the gnomes, you know, around where the gnomes are attacking the house. Um, you know, he's there. He's there in episode one. And if this was made in, I mean, it's kind of a win-win, you know, in for the people that are watching this show week to week and are talking about it on Reddit or whatever and are uh-huh. like excited and be like, hey, did anybody else notice this weird guy? And then it builds somebody else. Hey, I noticed him again in this other episode and yeah. people talking and wondering <laughs> about what this is. Um, and then it's already a payoff in episode nine. Yeah. It's just it's, it's like just this really huge cool. narrative payoff. It's like crazy. It's so cool. It's rad. I yeah. fucking loved it. And, you know, it. you can argue like that's just for nobody. Like, you know, not many people are going to really notice or care. But like that's that's why you do those things. And it showed me that this show had so much care. Not to mention the ciphers, the ciphers at the end credits of every episode still like that's also an ongoing thing that, mm-hmm. you know, it's so cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I really, I really liked this episode. Um, there's a thing that we didn't really talk about. Uh, if we're sort of doing Austin's idea of having a little, you know, stray thoughts at the end bit, where uh, Grunkle Stan has been sitting in his dunk tank the whole time, and it's you know he had Seuss rig it so that nothing could actually trigger it. There's nothing on Earth that could knock me down. Yeah, except for like a futuristic laser arm cannon. Ah. And so when Lolf and Dundgren show up later and say, and like the, as they're leaving, Stan like I don't know he heckles he them a little them. bit. Yeah, and yeah, he's got a futuristic laser arm cannon and he shoots it and he gets dunked and it's just I don't know it's obvious foreshadowing like to the point where it's like clear and we expect it, but it was still really enjoyable. And it's the exciting kind. It's like oh how is this gonna obviously come back around? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I really, I really like that part. A delight, <laughs> a, 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 a lovable romp, says the New York Times. <laughs> hey y'all, thanks for sticking with us with this with this month. It's uh, it's been really nice to to be able to just sort of shake things up and get to watch something that we just unabashedly love and you know so i guess you can you can look forward to more surprise surprising content and terrible content and other sort of things that we haven't seen already uh, in the future but this was really fun for us to yeah, get to do agreed. two weeks agreed um, and if you want to watch more gravity falls well good uh you yeah. should you should do yeah. that you should watch the whole fucking thing and it then won't take join you that us long. join us in the future when we do some kind of you know uh larger discussion about the show yeah, yeah. I think we. I think at this point we probably have to do a do a spoilery discussion for Patreon about about the whole damn thing. So, um, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. It's there's so many things that are interesting that we just can't say because it would be ruin it. So, um, so yeah. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. I hope you uh, enjoy. If you're if you're on our Patreon, I hope that you enjoy our Owl House content. We have another second special on the another couple episodes of Owl House next week. And then we will resume our normal release schedule in February with a, a, a special and, and some other really exciting content that I cannot wait <laughs> to talk about. But I won't because spoilers. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what, what, what do we think about the, the two this week? Good, a good pairing. I and think they're great. They're great episodes and they, and they did play off each other really well. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, and and a I, way I hadn't remembered. As much as I love Boys Crazy is another really good one. Uh, we almost picked it just because, again, the jokes in that is... I mean, the jokes are incredible. And the JPM is high. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, it's and very it has, much my you know, style. Uh, is it Matt Chapman who's in it? 
Yeah, no, he's not in that one, but it feels. Does he do a voice? Finger. I thought he did. He's in Mermando, but oh, that's uh, right, he's in Mermando. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's got the Homestar Runner fingerprints all over it. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. And uh, you know, so so that's another really uh, you know, but but honestly, once you hit episode seven, really, they're all good. I mean, they're they, it really, you know, there's a little variability at the very beginning, but honestly, we're mm-hmm. kind of off to the races now. And, and there's uh, a there's a major character, a couple of them that we haven't even seen in these in these four episodes. We haven't even gotten a little Gideon. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We had to make a choice about like how do we how do we even pick whatever number of episodes we shoot we chose short of all of them was going to be wrong in some way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We can't do this show justice, which is why this is really just our like starter primer, you know? And if you've enjoyed, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you watched with us, then like go back and watch episode two, watch all the ones you didn't watch. And then just sort of take, take the roller coaster ride to the end. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out. And, uh, you know, uh, God, I almost thought that we had a sign off for some reason. Like, Hey, well, oh, now we do. For- Oh, do we? See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Hey, we'll use that.